Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the big interview bite size. I'm Graham Hunter, and in each episode, you'll hear an elite footballer tell a story that's guaranteed to brighten your day. All of them come from my podcast, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter, which you can find by searching on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Next up is Matt Letissier, who saw young Gareth Bale come through the ranks at Southampton and knew then that it was a matter of time before he was snapped up by one of England's big, voracious clubs. Gareth Bale is immensely talented, but doesn't have your skill set, so let's not be confused. But can I propose to you that he's um, slightly underappreciated for a guy who hasn't dominated Spanish and isn't going to? To go from Southampton to to develop as he did at Spurs, which I thought he did hugely. Mm, Eventually. Yes. It took him him a while to break into... Yeah, we put Harry on this podcast, and Harry was blunt about on the training ground when he would say, no, leave him, leave him, roll around, he'll get up and stop, you know, leave your hair and whatever. But it's the same as you say about the end of season at um, Southampton, you know, people need to learn. They do, absolutely. They do. change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I am think... I wrong in thinking that, that he's underappreciated and what he's achieved at Real Madrid? Is he underappreciated? Uh, we don't I do know, that as I know, Brits. I know what he's done. I, I know how good he is. Yeah, tell me then. Um, I think having seen him as a, as a 16-year-old come through at Southampton, you kind of realised, especially given the fact we were kind of in the championship and you see something like that come through, you kind of know he's not going to be at your football club for very long. Yeah. That's the situation we were in at the time. Same happened with Theo. After Gareth, it happened with Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Yeah. You kind of know when you're in those leagues, you know, even in the Premier League now, you know, it's difficult to keep hold of your players, so we yes. had no chance in the Championship. So having watched him kind of develop, you knew that quite quickly he was going to be snapped up by one of the big boys. Uh, it was Spurs, not just with Gareth, but I think with Theo as well, and perhaps with, with Alex. I've always kind of said that they moved a little bit too early before they were ready to go. Now, the only reason I say that is because it took them a while to get established at their new clubs, and I thought that time might have been better used gaining experience in that division, toughening them up a little bit at a young age in that division, playing proper competitive football. Because Theo didn't play a great deal of first-team football when he first went to Arsenal. He was just 
kind of a, almost a permanent sub for a while yeah. there. Yeah. I thought they could have done a better learning experience in in the real world, as I call it, yeah. in, playing in that league. So, but once he'd got established at Spurs, I mean that season when Spurs were in the Champions League, somebody putting in those performances at a club like that, you've got to be a very special footballer. Not putting myself down here, but at Southampton, if you're if you're a really good player and you kind of stand out a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you go to a team like a Spurs or an Arsenal or a Man United and you're a player like that and you stand out in a team like that, that marks you out as a little bit different mm-hmm. and a little bit special. And what he did eventually, that those two seasons really before he went off to Real Madrid were just outstanding. Do you, outstanding. Do you, can you empathise with... You're, I think you're very differently skilled because yeah. I don't you think... You run quick for a start. No, I mean in a positive sense. <laughs> I think I think maybe the better way to say it is that you have skills that are as talented as he is. Possibly he doesn't. But the way I can draw a line between the two of you, and I mean it, that you part of what you're talking to talking about is the Inter Milan games. Extraordinary. Yeah. The degree to which the Spurs team started to look at him and say, Well, give the ball to Garrett. Now Absolutely. I remember that from an Allen Ball team talking, you give him the ball, give him the ball. Now that's fine, but <clears throat> you're also giving pressure all the time. Yeah. He started to score goals off his other foot, he started to score yep. goals from headers, he started to play as a full centre forward coming in. You watch the trajectory and then you look him at Real Madrid and the cup final comes a lot. Cristiano doesn't fancy him at the moment and says, The club says, For God's sake, say that Cristiano costs more because that's the psychology and Gather's got to handle that <laughs> without Spanish and a cup final turns up and he scores in the cup final yeah. European cup final comes up you know where I'm going I can draw a line between your appetite for pressure and responsibility and Absolutely. his yeah. and I think uh, you can also add to that the way that he coped in the Euros in the summer it's extraordinary wasn't I, it? I just thought the way he handled himself in the media yeah. with all the hopes of a nation kind of almost resting on his, on his shoulders and yet he looked so relaxed through it all mm-hmm. Looked like he was enjoying every second of it, and I thought he was brilliant at it. So he just came out of that tournament with so much credit. Uh, and what he's gone on to do has been phenomenal. And I kind of know how good he is, and, and I watch him, and, and I know what he's achieved. So I, I don't view him uh, as being not really valued where he is because I can see what, what he's done. But there are, I guess, what I'm talking there about. There are people is one, I, I think a lot of Brits choose not to go abroad because they're scared of it mm. secondly yeah. many that go just simply can't handle the change of culture change of language uh, change of discipline in life he has yep. and beyond that there's this I mean I don't want to call out my own profession but there's this constant oh, I get tired of that little old real Madrid in a minute Manchester United Manchester United Manchester United every single month mm. since he's gone away there's been a story about <laughs> he'll choose a big club soon in Manchester United we turned him down in the first in the summer when Ryan Giggs said to him we want you no I'm going to Real Madrid and I don't feel that across the fan base here and across the media mm. there's enough recognition of his, his character yeah his uh, appetite yeah. for pressure, yeah. the active choices he, he's made to go to Real Madrid ahead of Manchester United, no, no disrespect mm. to them, which again, I'm drawing something of a line. I think it tells you a lot about him personally that he would do that because it would have been quite easy for him to have gone on yeah, Manchester United gigs in this country. Countryman. My, my, you know, I think he was a big fan of gigs growing up. As you would be as a as a well, Welsh kid, you yeah, know, who wouldn't who wouldn't slightly. so to, that would have been the easiest thing in the world for him to do. But I think you're you're absolutely right. He showed such great character and such great mental strength to, to go. No, I'm going to go right to the top, and I'm going out of my comfort zone. 
you know, I've grown up and I'm going and that's the, that's the team for me and fair play to me he's brilliant and wherever you whenever you see him scoring goals in the Champions League or winning trophy you just see that little Southampton crest <laughs> just glowing through the room yes. there's a little bit of that he was one of us once planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.